world, it's the Ladies of Nerditude again. My name is Jill. And I'm Francine. And this week we're going to talk about Infinity Wars. Get your feels ready. So if you <laughs> have not seen it or if you are missing any of the Marvel movies or anything like that, go ahead, shut it off right now, go to the movie theater, get your life sorted out because we're going to talk about everybody who died and what happened and all the stuff. So if you've missed anything and you don't want to know anything, stop now. Mm -hmm. This is your warning. Three, two, one. Oh my God. What the fuck? (laughs) Seriously. That's how I felt at the end. Like when it was quote unquote over, because we know it's not really over. It's never over. I was just like, what the fuck? Like, that was the how. What? That was what? the text you yeah. sent me. That was the first text you sent me was, what the fuck? And I was like, I don't yeah. even know. I don't even know. I just, I couldn't, pro- like, in the moment, after two hours and 40 minutes of, like, emotional abuse, I was just done. I was like, I can't process this right now. I mean, going into the movie, I knew that a bunch of them were going to die. I, like, mm-hmm. I had prepared myself. I even had a fairly good idea of who was going to die. Mm-hmm. But because Marvel had already revealed that there was going to be Guardians three and all this, all these other movies, and I think there's another, yeah. I think there's another Thor, I think mm-hmm. things and like there's that. another Black Panther, and like yeah, I was like, okay, so even if they die, it's like you kind of already have backpedaled and said, oh, but they're not really dead. But then our friend Becky was like, what if Guardians 3 is meant to be in between Guardians 2 and the beginning of Infinity War? And I was like, oh, my mm-hmm. God. Yeah. So they could really be dead. Yeah. With the timeline jumps, like, we don't know. And I think it's very telling that they don't have any characters that were in Infinity War in any Marvel movies until the next Avengers comes out. Yeah, the cast lists are not really giving anything away. Yeah, so they're yeah, they're not saying anything and like apparently Ant-Man and the Wasp is not going to cross into the Infinity War. Right. Timeline it's going to be like what happened before all of that Mishigas that may or may not explain why he wasn't in Infinity War. And we've got Captain Marvel, which is set in the 90s, way before any of this happened. She's pre-Avengers. Well, yeah, wholesale. because that device that Nick Fury used to, like, contact her, it almost looked like a pager or something mm-hmm. really weird. So I don't yeah, know if it's he a magical was, time traveling pager. he was like, <laughs> stop this before it happens kind of thing. I don't really know. Yeah. Because they're, they're taking aspects of it from the comic books, but they're not following it mm-hmm. super closely. So it's kind of like, oh, so... But the only thing that's keeping me hanging on... Is what Doctor Strange said. Yes. He said, this is the only way. Mm Mm-hmm. 100%. We know we're in the timeline where they win. The only timeline where they win. Mm Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean they don't win without a cost. Obviously, there could still be some tragedy involved in the winning. And we don't know what kind of craziness has to happen between now and then to get to the win. Like, what kind of madness we have to go through. And how many movies it's going to take. Right. So. So, but. It's hopeful. Yeah. Doctor Strange but, eh. is, he's the only thing giving me hope right now. And, and, but the thing is, like, even though that gives me hope, I'm also like, Doctor Strange could be wrong. Because, like, I'm sure mm-hmm. a lot of the timelines are very similar. 
Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, but if, I don't know, if Tony Stark does like, if he if, like makes a left instead of a right, you know, yep. it, it, could, it could be in a different one. It could be in a different one. So you, you just, you really mm-hmm. don't know. But I'm really hoping that good old Doctor Strange knows what he's talking about, which I'm sure that he does because he's been in a Cumberbatch. Yeah. We all know. <laughs> he's magical and amazing. He knows everything. He'll fix it. He'll save us all. Yes. So I had had so many feelings and I, I did love though, because my one thing going into this movie was that's a lot of heroes with a lot of mm-hmm. conflicting personalities. How are you going to fit them together? How are you going to cram all of their stories into this movie without shorting somebody or mm-hmm. overplaying somebody else or something like that? And I feel like there was some stuff I felt was overplayed and some stuff that was underplayed. But overall, I was very impressed with the balance of the story. I felt like yeah. I knew what was going on with everybody, which is very impressive mm-hmm. considering you have like 15 heroes. Yeah, I agree. I It felt less disjointed than the most recent Star Wars movies, mm-hmm. which also suffer from like a lot of places and a lot of things and a lot of like happening is happening. I think they successfully navigated it better in Infinity War. I felt less disjointedness, even though there was a lot going on and like people were in different places. It had like a thread of the story that you felt like everyone grew and you felt like you got a little bit of everybody's story. Yeah. And that was nice. Yeah, exactly. I felt like I got enough of everybody to know what was going on. Each Mm -hmm. of them alluded to their own stories or you Mm -hmm. or like there was like a little joke that you would have had to have seen their movie to get or whatever and I thought I thought overall it came together very well and I liked how they wrote out you know Thor and Quill and how they like kind of bickered and how Mm -hmm. um you know how Iron Man and Doctor Strange didn't see eye to eye and stuff like that and I thought it was really good but they this is where I got all weepy because of the teamwork, but it was like, <laughs> of course, even though they all kind of hated each other, they were like, you know what? Thanos is ready to wipe out half the universe. Literally. Mm-hmm. We need to figure this out and we'll, we'll sort out our differences later. And that was where I was like, Oh my God, like earth. <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah, there was definitely bigger shit going on than like who gets to be in charge of the plan <laughs> or like <laughs> who has better hair or whatever the fights were. There were bigger things happening at that moment that they kind of were like, pause, let's go, you know, save the universe and then we'll deal. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. But I don't, I don't know. What did you think before you saw it? Like, what was your expectation and feeling? So I was so sure that either Cap or Iron Man was going to kick it. Me too. Oh, my God. I was like positive. I thought it was going to po- be Cap. I would have bet money. I was so sure. So every single time one of them was on the screen and something bad was about to happen, I was like, oh, this is it. This is the end. Like, so I had this like death fear the whole time. And that really threw me for a loop when it was like everyone else. I know. And they were still both there. And I was like, holy shit. They got me. That totally surprised me. I I would have bet money it was going to be Cap. I really did. Yeah, I was so sure. I was so sure. I was like, this is it. I'm so sure. I'm positive. And then I was just like, well, crap. I was definitely wrong. Um, but yeah, that was my main fear going in. 
was that like we were going to get a major hero death. I was not expecting the the half the universe to disappear thing to actually happen oh, in the first movie. That was so I wasn't, heartbreaking. Yeah, I didn't see it coming. I was like, oh, well, obviously we're going to end like with some more fighting to happen. I did not expect to end with like the villain basically getting what they wanted. Asterisk, we can talk about that a little bit later. Yes. But I was not expecting that. So it surprised me. I was I was very surprised too because like I knew that there was going to be another movie. So I was like, okay, so mm-hmm. either this is going to end badly or it's going to end mm-hmm. on like kind of a cliffhanger thing. But I was not expecting like the, oh, the like where they blow away in the wind. And I was just like, like, it wasn't even, like, <laughs> I think the thing that got me about that was clearly they weren't in pain. And, yeah. it like, but they knew it was coming. And it was weird. Cause, and I think I think the one that got me the most was Spider-Man. The internet agrees with you. Oh, my <laughs> God. That was so yeah. sad. And he was, like, oh, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. But he could, like, and everybody was, like, how come he felt it? And I was, like, are you kidding me? Fucking read a comic book. Like. Spidey it, was, sense. it was his spidey sense and, and plus he had just watched it happen to dr strange mm-hmm. and he was like i don't mm-hmm. feel good and i was like oh my yeah. god like peter no so yeah Ugh. the feels mantis feeling it as well like before yeah. it was happening to her she was like feeling other people feel it that i was like what a perfect character touch like we're using their powers to talk about their individual experience yeah and i thought that was really well done it felt right for those characters not that i'm happy about what happened no but it did feel like they put thought into it and they put emotional weight behind it which i appreciate because i was crying like a child in the movie theater i was too (laughs) Um, and and i even i even felt probably more for the people that got left behind because they yes. were all so like, what just happened? Mm-hmm. Like when yeah. when Cap watched Bucky blow away. I can't talk about it. Or um, <laughs> yeah, or when T'Challa vanished and she was just like, mm-hmm. and Okoye was like, cry- like yeah, yeah, and she was... and she was just like, did I just like the look on her face was like, did I just see that or like mm-hmm. what happened? And Rocket when Groot blew away and I was like, oh my. god god it's so sad mm-hmm. it's just like the looks on their faces it was like amazing animation and amazing acting it was just like yeah my heart oh mm-hmm. well and everyone who was left behind lost someone that was very important to them you know what it made me think about fred and george weasley it was like any yeah. it was like any time you could pick the most painful split. That was what they mm-hmm. did. They yeah. took everybody from somebody, and then the person left behind is just so lost. Mm-hmm. That was very sad. Yeah. I do appreciate that we got that conversation between Thor and Rocket ahead of time, where Thor was like, I've lost everybody that I love, so what have I got left to lose? And I kind of got this inkling, like, oh, you have no idea. Because we knew it was coming. Like, we knew that people were going to die. Mm-hmm. Um, but to have Rocket lose everyone that he cared about. Oh, my God. That one. Everyone. That got me so bad. And he was just like, 
the look on his face and it was like yeah he did but he didn't i mean he doesn't even know yet that like quill mm-hmm. is gone he doesn't know gamora's gone he but he knows mm-hmm. or he doesn't even know about drax either it's like he just knows groot is gone groot is gone yeah so he doesn't even know yet that he is totally alone he's the last guardian left and it's just like mm-hmm. and he's on a planet that he doesn't understand so yep oh that was just so much it was painful. It was definitely a like a lot of pain. Like we kind of got deaths sort of sprinkled throughout the movie, mm-hmm. but then they just like really walloped you with it at the end. It was just everybody or half the people, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but that was but so I mean, sad. And like the Wakandan army like blowing away and everything. It was just like mm-hmm. you don't really know like it doesn't hit you how many half is until you're like visually seeing it and it's like yeah everybody's everybody's losing somebody Mm -hmm. and it was just it was so powerful and then then there were people who were like looking down at themselves and they were like waiting for it to happen to them and it didn't like bruce and he was just like no he's like why am i still here yeah what the hell yeah and it was just, it was so, and, but, and then we also don't know what happens to the characters off screen. We don't know, did Ant-Man go away? Mm-hmm. We don't know about Shuri. We don't know mm-hmm. about, um, a lot of people. So it's perfectly possible. Like you said, like Ant-Man and the Wasp is supposed to be pre-Infinity War. So we don't know, like, is the end of Ant-Man and the Wasp going to be where Ant-Man blows away? Or the Wasp? Maybe. Or like, you know, it's, I don't know, it's going to be very interesting. And I hope Captain Marvel who we all love so much, is going to be able to fix <laughs> Come it. save the day. Yeah, come help everyone. Wouldn't that be amazing if a woman saved all of the Marvel Universe? Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that because in my mind, we've got a couple of possibilities for who can save the situation mm-hmm. in Avengers 4, yes. unti- currently untitled. Because um, mm-hmm. I, I think it's going to get something the away. Title, yeah, the title is somehow spoilery, so they're going to leave it for a while, at least, until we get to know what it is. So if you had to pick a hero that's going to be like the key to saving everyone, who would you pick and why? It's going to be Gamora. Um, because I think that she never really died. I think that she is in the soul stone and I think she's going to find a way to break it from the inside. And that I think that everybody who blew away actually didn't die. They just got swept into the soul stone. And I think that, cause like, in the comics, inside the Soul Stone is kind of like a heavenly place. So you don't really want to mm-hmm. leave. But I think that the key is going to be like, she she knows that it's not the right place. And she's going to go mm-hmm. convince the other heroes. She's going to find Doctor Strange. She's going to find Quill. She's going to find Spider-Man. And she's going to say, we need to get out of here. And they're going to break the stone from the inside. Because they have Scarlet Witch with them. Yeah. I think that they're going to break it from the inside. And that on the other side of things, Captain Marvel's going to be doing some weird shit that I don't understand mm-hmm. yet. I can't really fathom, like, how she's going to fit into it. But something she's doing on the outside is going to help them break the stone from the inside. And then I think mm-hmm. it will be... I think it's going to go that way. Um, I don't know if it's going to, like, 
reverse time or if it just releases them or whatever, but I think Gamora is going to be a big fucking deal. So Mm. that's my theory, but what do you think? Yeah, I like your theory. My initial thought was Gamora. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, well, obviously she's going to be the key to everything. But then I thought back to the comic books Mm -hmm. and I remember how important Nebula was in the comics. Okay. So I feel like they wouldn't have cast Karen Gillan and not given her some big damn hero stuff to do eventually. Fair. So I want her to play a role as well in the comics, loosely based like on this. She figures out how to reverse time using the time stone. And she says, like, let everything that just happened not have happened, except that I got the time stone, that I got the infinity gauntlet. And that's how they kind of, like, undo everything that was done. But then, of course, that causes a whole other problem. So depending on whether or not they want to keep this sort of, like, gods and titans are angry sort of thing for the rest of the larger Avengers universe, they may or may not pull from that. But she's pretty damn powerful. She was designed by Thanos himself. So I feel like she's going to play a role as well. And obviously Captain Marvel. And I hope Gamora because I really like what they did with her story in this movie specifically. I think they gave her like a great backstory. Oh, yeah. And a, a really interesting path forward. I agree. So I think I think we're agreed that there is going to be a woman who saves the day. Yeah. Yes, I'm so excited about that. It's going to be wonderful. Um, it's going to be great when it's if it's a group of women like working between the two universes or whatever we want to call like inside the, and outside. The, yeah, inside, outside, whatever. Um, but we've already brought those kinds of things into the Marvel universe. We know there's a multiverse from Doctor Strange. We know there's the ability to time travel also from Doctor Strange and from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. We know that there is are some people that can transport themselves back and forth between universes. That's my theory on Captain Marvel um, is that she is going to be able to do that because one of her characters like later on in the comic book, she becomes binary right. and she can hop between universes and timelines and stuff. So I'm hoping, like, maybe she and Doctor Strange figure out some stuff between the two timelines. Like, that would be very cool. So I'm definitely banking on it be a wo- being a woman. Oh, yeah. That's going to be so, like, amazing. Because, like, Marvel, the Marvel Cinematic Universe has, like, been this huge thing for so long. And everybody, mm-hmm. oh, Iron Man. Oh, Doctor Strange. Oh, you know, the Guardians and everything. And it's like, yeah, there's, like, a female hero or whoever here and there. But I would love it so much if it's the women who come and save Iron Man and Captain America and Black Panther mm-hmm. and everything. And it's like, without us, you guys would have been SOL. That would yeah. be so major. It'd be so amazing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, and in most of the Marvel universe, the women are more powerful than the men. Like, even if the men are the ones, quote unquote, in charge, like Scarlet Witch is one of the most powerful Avengers. Mm-hmm. And we've finally started to see a little piece of that in this past movie. Like, we saw that she's the one that can destroy an Infinity Stone. Granted, it got reversed, but that's not her fault. She was able to do it. Yes. And nobody else was able to do it. She's pretty damn powerful. That's true. But 
counterpoint. I love Scarlet Witch and all, but one of my biggest gripes with Infinity War is that she would not destroy the stone earlier in the movie. Yeah. And, She's in love. Well, but okay. And I mean, not that, <laughs> not that you can't be in love. And I understand that if you are, you obviously don't want to kill your significant other. I get mm-hmm. that. But I felt like it was her being a fragile woman who didn't want to destroy her man. And it was just kind of like, yeah, it was like, she was letting her heart think too much. And it was just like, so kind of like stereotypical, like, Oh, of course she won't destroy him because she loves him. But I wanted Mm -hmm. to be like, look, not saying it's going to be easy, but he is saying that it's okay. He is saying, please do this. And it is literally half the living creatures in the universe versus one guy who's who's telling you that it's okay. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, but you need to do that. Yeah. And I think... I didn't feel bad I agree with you. Yeah, I agree with you. I I totally think that a few characters let their heart get in the way. I mean, we've got to kind of talk about Star-Lord. I was going to say they did try and balance it out (laughs) a little bit with Quill. (laughs) Because Quill fucked up everything. Yeah, he was kind of a bonehead. A little bit. And he let his personal feelings get in the way of what should have been done in that moment. They were so close. They were so close. And their their humanity gets in the way. We saw it with Iron Man. We've seen it with Captain America. That was the whole, like, impetus behind Civil War. So I think they're loosely going for this whole... Being a superhero messes with your life and trying to make your own choices when you've got all of these bigger things going on really sucks. Like when you have to give up your life or give up the person that you love or give up your freedom or whatever just for like the good of everyone else. Like that holds emotional weight. That's really a hard decision. And if you're not mature like I think Cap has learned a lot over time oh yeah but like Peter's so young and so brash and like such a bonehead well yeah and he's new to being a hero (laughs) still and he's yeah not understand I don't I think he's always been a person who doesn't understand the weight of things which Mm -hmm. I loved that the Guardians played a way bigger role than I thought they were going to and I think it's important to watch the second Guardians movie because he kind of did the same thing in the second Guardians movie when he found out yep. that his dad killed his mom. And he mm-hmm. just, like, flipped out. And it was like, yeah, okay. So when he finds out about Gamora, he's like, what? Mm-hmm. And I liked that the other heroes who were there were like, stop what you're doing. Like, you have to stop. But they couldn't, like, push him out of the way. Yeah. But I just, I wanted to punch him in the face because I was like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> I'm upset about Gamora too, bro. But, like... They almost had yeah. the glove off. Mm-hmm. So close. Yeah. Just like by the time Scarlet Witch finally was like, okay, we got to do this. We're, we're out of time. I was like, you've been out of time for like weeks, but okay. Yeah. Um, exactly. <laughs> and she was like, no, no, now I'm ready to do the right thing. And by then it was literally too late because Thanos was too powerful at that point. Like it wasn't the appropriate time to try to destroy the last stone. It was way too late. He needed to do that like three stones ago. 
Exactly. And it was just that I that made me really upset because it was like, I, I know that it's not easy. I'm not trying to make it sound like she had an easy choice to make because she didn't. But yeah. And I did like that they balanced it out with the with the way Quill reacted mm-hmm. to losing Gamora. I get it. People do stupid shit when their heart is broken. I get it. Yeah. But like, to me, I was just so mad about the Scarlet Witch thing. That I was like, oh my god, like he's saying it's okay and it's half the universe versus one guy who says it's okay, you know, and mm-hmm. like you're the only person who can do this. So the right time to do it would have been in Scotland, no? Like, yeah, like right at the beginning. Yeah, because then you're basically stopping the end of the, the end of half of the world from happening. By doing that, you are literally blocking the climax of the film yeah and i think honestly killing half the universe in its own way is more tragic than killing everybody because yeah Yeah. everybody's all everybody's all split up everybody's confused and like Mm -hmm. and i have to say though i liked thanos way more than i thought i would yeah because up until now, he's just been some evil purple guy that we all want to kill. And we know a little bit about like him and his history with Gamora and Nebula. And we know a little bit about what he did to Drax's family. But mm. I always did wonder, why didn't he kill Drax? Yeah. And why didn't he kill Gamora? And like all this other stuff. And then, I was, and then when they were talking about how he's always believed in like the balance and all this stuff. It's like he has a very fucked up warped idea of balance mm-hmm. but I also kind of see like where he's coming from and I liked that they had made him into a more relatable understandable villain of like I understand his motive I understand what he's trying to do he thinks he's doing the good thing here mm-hmm. yeah it's my favorite kind of villain is the one that thinks that he's the hero oh yeah I love it it's a great way to write a villain and it was very cool to see his own view of things in contrast with how everybody else talked about him because we like heard so much about him. Exactly. You know, Nebula and Gamora are like, he's abusive, he's horrible, he's the worst father ever, what a monster, blah, blah, blah. Drax is like, what a monster, he killed all my people, yada, yada. So you like, he gets built up as this like super villain. And then once you actually hear the words coming from his own mouth, it's terrifying to be like, actually, I kind of see where you're coming from right now. <laughs> like, I don't agree with you, but I understand where you're coming from it's terrifying exactly it is and the other thing I think that got me was like he clearly was so convinced that this was the right thing that if he had Mm -hmm. blown away in the breeze he would have been okay with it because he felt like that was the real right thing and when Mm -hmm. he went and he got the soul stone and he had to earn it because he had to know what it really meant to to carry that weight and he did it I was like he really understands what he's doing Mm-hmm. And yeah, he really is committed. That's major. Like <laughs> as like terrifying as it is. Yeah, he wholeheartedly believes in what he's doing, and he will give up whatever he has to give up because. And it's not even for him, really. I like continually throughout the film. I got the vibe that he. It, this is for everybody, and I'm the only person yeah. who can carry this weight, so I will. And mm-hmm. I was just like, oh damn, yeah. bro! Like, no. Mm-hmm. Well, and he watched everyone die Mm -hmm. because half the people didn't like he saw that hard choice play out so he was like I've seen it I've been there guys I lived it that's not the answer like he's 
got that conviction from a life experience. So it's like a battle of the greater good, right? Like, is it a greater good to try to save everyone? That's definitely the Avengers opinion. But there's Thanos going, but that doesn't work. Even if you think you saved everyone, what you're really doing is dooming them to a slow, horrible, painful death by like starvation and radiation and whatever else comes with overpopulation. So we like have to do this hard thing now to protect the half of the people later instead of not doing the hard thing now and then dooming everyone later. It, you kind of start to understand it. It was rough because like I kind of felt myself not agreeing with him necessarily, but it was kind of like, yeah, when he was talking about the kids when they were going to home, he's like, you know, they go to they were going to sleep starving. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, but if you get rid of half the population, there's more food. And like, I, I don't know if you've ever read the book Sex at Dawn. Um, but a big part of that book goes into how once people started agriculture and everything, we've actually been slowly starving to death because before you would go out, you'd hunt, you'd gather, whatever, and everybody had, like, the ability to roam. But, like, when you start making people depend on, like, the grown food and the stuff, it's eventually going to, like, starve everybody out because now there's overpopulation, but the food mm-hmm. is still the same amount. So it's like, yeah. I get, like, the argument that he's making... And I, but I think that the other part of it is that they, they were showing the extremes because, like, there's Thanos and then there's Cap, who I love Cap. I do. But when he was like, no, we must protect Vision and killing him is not the answer and all this stuff, I was kind of like, hey, man, he's cool with it. And yeah. it's one versus, like, I don't even know how many. Yeah. And it's not like he's like, no, please spare me. It's going to be like, I don't want to die, all this stuff. It's not anything like that. It, it was it, like he was okay with it. And it was like, you know, this is, I know it's not an easy decision. I know you're going to feel guilty. That's going to be a massive weight to carry for the rest of your life and everything. Mm. But like, no, 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 no. Sorry. I'm sorry, but yeah. I would, if, if it came down to it, Francine, I'm sorry, but I'm going to kill you. <laughs> so that's, you know what? I think that I like to think that I would be very vision about it and be like, this is what needs to be done. Yeah. You know, like, it's gonna suck. Go ahead and, but I'm gonna do yeah, this. Yeah, like, it sucks for me, but greater good wise, it's better if it's like one versus the many. It's very Spockian. It, it is. Um, <laughs> you know, and I, I mean, how do you, how do you now carry the weight as one of the people left behind? Cap, Iron Man, all of those people are now the ones left who had to watch their decision cause half the people in the world in the universe to just blink out of existence from their perspective that's what happened and then to specifically be like right there and watch someone that you personally are connected to be the one that you lose that's gotta suck yeah so now are you kind of like we probably shouldn't have done that or like what what is your reaction to that happening are you just like, now we got to go kill Thanos and fix it? Or are you just like, holy crap, we made a really bad decision? Like, wh- what is your mindset like? I don't even know. I feel like if I was in their shoes, I'd be like, we need to try and reverse it. Mm-hmm. Or we need to at least turn back the clock long enough that we could kill Vision or break another mm-hmm. stone. Like, if you want to turn it back far enough, like if you can get Peter on board, we don't know. We also don't know if he can still wield a stone. Yeah. 
So if you turn it back far enough, you could like go get the stone from Novacore before Thanos does mm-hmm. and break that one. Or you could take Doctor Strange's stone and break that one or mm-hmm. whatever you got to do to smash one of them. It doesn't have to be the soul stone because the thing is it doesn't work unless you have all of them. Right. He'd still be powerful, but he wouldn't be able to snap his fingers and blow everybody away. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that would be my perspective is like we need to fix it in so far as much as we can because I yeah, I would feel bad like if you're in cap shoes, well there goes Bucky, there goes all these other people. It's like he was really good friends with T'Challa and like Mm-hmm. all these other people and then there's even like you know nick fury's gone and maria hill's gone and and everything so and i mean for all we know there's just like regular people like the people who were like yeah. the car they vanished out of the car and the car kept driving and it, you know mm-hmm. and the helicopter it was very rapture it was in like a terrible way i was like oh shit because at first i didn't know what was happening i was like wait why did they, like, is everyone stopping to, like, stare at something? Because it was a post credit scene, right? So I'm like, oh, everyone, like, you know, slammed on their brakes to, like, stare at the horror in the world. And then I was like, wait, there's no one driving that car. Oh, crap. Mm-hmm. Like, it really brought that kind of down. Because we only saw the heroes disappear. Yeah. And then it sort of made it, like, more real where I was like, wait, no, it's half of everyone. Mm-hmm. And that, it was a brilliant post credit sequence for kind of really making me have that, like, real moment yeah it was good it, it was really, really well done that was a very good post credit scene and and i yeah it added to the weight of it of like it's not just mm-hmm. the heroes who are playing this game it's like it's everybody it's somebody's mom somebody's kids somebody yep you know your the be- teacher in the classroom your best the, friend like, yeah you're at the movies mm-hmm. and your friend blows away or like you know whatever and it's i think especially for somebody like cap that would be way too much to handle. And so yeah. if it were me, I'd be like, well, shit, we need to go back and we need to break a stone or we have to kill Vision earlier. So mm-hmm. because I would rather feel bad about killing one person than I literally kind of let them wipe out half the universe. So yeah. my bad. Like, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, but that's not cap's mindset it hasn't been since the very beginning you know he's got this like that's his flaw is that he wants to save everyone and he thinks that everyone is inherently worth saving and that's lovely that's a noble idea but sometimes it causes the shit to hit the fan like mm, it just yeah he's he's too much (laughs) he's too much of an idealist and it's like you he is in an ideal world you could save everybody and everybody would be worth saving mm-hmm. but i mean like that is really a situation in which it's like i'm sorry vision but yeah we don't have any other choice yeah or i'm gonna go back in time and i'm sorry quill but cough up the stone or like take the yeah. one from or you could even go back further than that and get that one from loki that he brought mm-hmm. to new york uh, you know, I, I can't remember which one. He, I know he had the blue one, but I can't remember which one it was. Um, shit. Was it the Mind Stone? What? Yes, it was the Mind Stone. He had the Mind Stone. So, I mean, like, you go back far enough, and you could have smashed that one, and it would have been like, mm-hmm. oh, none of this ever happened. So, I feel like, and I and I, I had thought Doctor Strange was going to make it, and he was going to be the guy who fixed everything, because he had the Time Stone, mm-hmm. but... 
Well, obviously that's not going to happen now. So <laughs> yeah, that's not how that went down. It was very surprising. I did not think he was going to give up the time stone. Yeah, it certainly sounded like he wasn't. It definitely like from the very beginning, from the first time he meets like Bruce Banner and realizes what's going on and realizes that it's about the stones. He's like, well, screw that. Um, that's not happening. <laughs> my literal job, like my life, is to protect the stone. So I don't really need all y'all and your like costumes and stuff, ironically said, while wearing a his, an anthropomorphic his cape. cape. Um, <laughs> I don't need all this like madness going on. I have one job and my job is clear. And then that kind of got like muddied over the course of the movie. Like he sort of lost that. And I see why. But that was also really bad. Like, it just seems like it was a litany of bad decisions that yeah. people just couldn't get over their own personal shit. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like every hero made a bad decision, though. And, mm -hmm. I, and I loved that because it did make them all very human versus Thanos, who's yeah. very like, no, I know what I'm doing. I know what it's going to cost. I'm doing mm -hmm. it anyway. Whereas all of, all of the heroes were like, well... But like we should save these people well no we shouldn't and well but i you know my love of my life got killed and now i'm pissed and like you know like everybody made bad decisions even dr strange one he was giving over the time so you could see like that hesitation of like mm -hmm. maybe this isn't that timeline and maybe i'm handing over like the fate of the universe kind of thing and you could just yeah. tell everybody everybody was questioning what they did or after they did the dumb thing, they were like, whoops, my, yep. my bad. Like, oh, I kind of just contributed to the problem, didn't I? <laughs> and when you're doing that, it makes you feel a lot for the characters and you feel like, yeah, they're human. They have this like essential goodness about them. That's what makes them heroes. So you feel bad for them. But at the same time, you're kind of like, but the stakes are so high right now. Now is not the time to be letting your humanity, frankly, get in the way of your job. I feel like Doctor Strange was the only one who was capable of making those hard decisions and, like, not having, like, a not necessarily a conscious about it, but I think he was the only one who was, like, with it enough to be like, we have to do this thing or this isn't going to work. Everybody else mm -hmm. it was like, you know... Tony was like, I got to get back to Pepper, who, by the way, I'm guessing must have been about to tell him that she was pregnant or something, which yeah. that whole part, I was like, okay. I... Maybe the baby disappeared. Well, <laughs> no, I just mean like it was a really weird opening scene for him and Pepper. And I was like, why is Tony dreaming about having a baby? That's really fucking weird. But anyway, mm -hmm. um, I plus I, I Pepper is just kind of weird to me. But anyway. Mm -hmm. I did love the opening part of the scene when Bruce fell through Doctor Strange's roof and he's like, Thanos is coming. And they were like, who? And I just, what? that was just fucking genius because it's like, yeah, they have no idea who this guy is. And all of a sudden he's like, like coming and we need to fix this situation. Mm -hmm. But I mean, yeah, they all have like these, these things that they got to get back to and like, or the thing that makes them make the bad decision or, or poor Peter Parker who just, wanted to help he's new he just wanted he's to new help here man he was like he's an like, intern I'm a hero. <laughs> yeah. yeah he was like their intern and like 
you know, and I just felt so bad for him because, God, what a day. He's just on the school bus coming back from school, I guess. And then shit really went awry. Ended up on another planet. Then he was in space. Yeah. And then he was, yeah, like he just, he had a crazy crash course in superhero dumb on a larger scale. Because he was like the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. And now it's like, well, your neighborhood's a little bit bigger now that you're kind of, you've thrown your hat in with the Avengers. Welcome to like intergalactic war. Literally. Yeah. That's a lot when you're 16. It is. And, but like the innocent little things that he said, it just like made it so much more impactful when he was like, you know, well, if the neighborhood's not there, then what am I protecting? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, Peter, oh, go back to yeah. go back to your 11th grade math class. Like, I just, <laughs> right? a precious little thing. Yeah. Well, and bless everyone's hearts. They, they want to be the hero and they want to do good and they want to save people. They're inherently good, but they're also just naive. At t- it's like they can't operate on the scale that they're being challenged to operate on. And that is causing so much heartbreak. Oh, it's just so rough to, to have them have to step up and do all of this. And maybe some of them just can't. I don't – or can't handle the, the fallout from that. Uh-huh. It's rough. I think that – each of them has their own scale of what they can do. I think that they all are capable of making a hard decision. And that's the difference. Like, I don't want to make any of those decisions that any of them have had to make. But Mm -hmm. I think at the end of the day, like, you know, Quill can make decisions as long as it's not about anybody he knows. Cap can make a decision, but only if it's like he's, but (laughs) only if he's the person who's going to take the brunt of the bad things. Like, he doesn't want yeah. anybody else to have to deal with it. But if it's going to happen to him, he doesn't care. And then... Hence him diving into the ocean and being frozen for, like, 70 years. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, if yeah. it's going to happen to him, he's like, cool, let's do this. But if it hurts anybody else, he can't make that decision. Or, mm-hmm. you know, and then there's, like, Doctor Strange, who's like, well, if this is for the good of everybody, then then do what do whatever you have to do. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think it's like they just deal with things in different ways depending on the scale and who's involved and things like that. And I think that's where they kind of came down to fighting about stuff was, you know. Yeah. Because, you know, you know, again, Quill fucked everything up because he was upset about somebody he lost. Whereas maybe I think if, if Tony had lost Pepper, I think he could maybe power through that decision and then fall apart later. It just kind of, yeah. it just depends on who it is, you know. So, mm-hmm. personal opinion, I don't know. That's just how I feel about yeah. it. They all definitely have to get their shit together and figure out a plan. Like, it's one plan. We're all on board. Okay, guys, this is the plan. Great. And then actually stick to it. And nobody pulls a civil war and is like, I disagree, so I'm going to go do my own thing. Like, that's what got us into this situation in the first place. We need to not have that happen again. <laughs> Yes. That's not a good plan. That went south very quickly. So, yeah, like, are they all able to do that? I like to hope so. Um, will there be sacrifices involved in turning back time and saving the, the universe? I think so. I still don't think we're out of the woods. Oh, no. I don't think 
everyone's going to be fine by the end. Like people are saying, oh, well, you know, Marvel kind of set themselves up to like save all the people that disappeared and then have everyone be fine. And I was like, you think that's going to come without a cost? You're new here. Well, <laughs> as you know, we're both Whedon fans. We know how terrible this could go. Mm-hmm. And that was what I told one of our friends because she's like, oh, my God, I cried the whole time. And I was like, I went in prepared. I'm a Whedon fan. So, like, I know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's going to be some heartbreaking deaths here. And there mm-hmm. were. But I mean, we also don't know if if turning back the clock, are they going to remember anything that happened? Yeah. Or is it like the person True. does the turning back? Are they going to be the only person who remembers? So then you have to explain everything to these people all over again. Or is it a whole Groundhog Day situation? Exactly. Is it going to be like that? Or is it like they break out of the stone or whatever and they turn it back or however it has to work. Mm -hmm. And then but they still remember like what happened to them or what happened to the people around them. And and they're still dealing with like like a PTSD situation on like an, Mm -hmm. an insane scale. Like we don't know what it's going to do to them mentally, physically. We don't know a lot of things about what a lot of them can handle because, you know, it, there's this is like a huge thing. So we also don't know yeah. what if you don't get put back together the right way? What if you don't remember? What mm-hmm. if you don't have, like, what if you don't have your power anymore? We don't know. Yeah, also true. And I feel like they made such a big deal about the, cost of getting the soul stone which by the way that was my favorite surprise cameo was that was shocking red... <laughs> it was amazing when like red skull was basically like the grim reaper of the <laughs> the planet i was like that's genius oh, i loved it i thought it was great it was the perfect way to bring in like the first avenger it was a great decision that was brilliant writing um But they made such a big deal of, like, the soul stone requiring sacrifice and having to lose something that you love that I was like, oh, God, people are going to have to kill each other to get the stone and to rescue the people that are trapped in it. Mm -hmm. Because I agree with you. That's totally where at least Gamora is, if not everyone else. Because we saw Thanos use the stones at the end and like snap his fingers and then he kind of passed out and like went into this weird orange tinted world where Gamora was little. The soul stone? Totally the soul stone. Completely. 100%. Um, and I think they might have confirmed that on like a Reddit or something. Like the Russos confirmed yeah, it. Yeah, they confirmed it. So like it. we know. Yeah, we know that's canon. I feel like there's going to be more sacrifice to come. Like who has to sacrifice whom? I don't know. But that makes me fear that Cap's going to be the one that jumps off the cliff because that's who he is. <laughs> and that makes me really nervous. The idea of, like, you must kill something that you love in order to, like, prove that you're serious and earn it. Like, a soul for a soul makes me really nervous for the second movie. I, I totally think that's what's gonna happen is he will be the guy who throws himself on the grenade again literally 100 percent, 100 percent. you know he did it before before he was even cap he was throwing himself on mm-hmm. top of grenades and it's like if that's there's why a they picked to, him yeah <laughs> if there's a chance to save everybody and it would be a, an amazing way to like bookend his story mm-hmm. like yeah i i believe he'll be the if anybody is like the single hero situation it'll be him 
I think yeah. I think the women will break everybody out and everybody will like and kind of do like the majority of the saving. But like, if it comes down to somebody has to jump off the cliff or throw themselves in the grenade or however you want to put it, it'll be him. Yeah. Yeah, he'll be like fighting other people to be the one that does it, just like he did with the plane. Just like he did with the grenade. He's done it so many times where he's like, no, no, let me be the sacrificial lamb. Bah! You know, and you're just like, would you stop? I love you. Please don't disappear. But I I just have this feeling that, that he's not going to make it. You know, who else will go? I don't know. There are people with only one movie left in their contract. It could be a few people. But... Uh, it just it feels so much like his story is ending it, in a good way it does like, but i feel like in a completion kind of way it would be a wonderful ending to his story but you know mm -hmm. and i also think if if somebody else was going to be like the the surprise savior i could see maybe thor um yeah because i fucking loved when he showed up at the battle the battle of wakanda and I, because yeah. like Thor has never been my favorite. He's not, mm -hmm. I mean, he's okay, like whatever. But I think that they always focus so much on he's so big and he's so handsome. He's a god. And all this yeah. stuff that you kind of don't like, at least for me, even though I've seen his movies, it's like I never fully understand what he is capable of doing. And so mm -hmm. when he pulled down all that lightning and he was like, doing his Thor thing, I was like, holy shit, like, and, yeah. and Bruce was like, oh, you guys are gonna get your ass kicked now, and I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot, he can totally kick the Hulk's ass, and, like, all this other mm -hmm. stuff, like, I just forget how powerful Thor really is, and I thought, you know, if it, if anybody's gonna be the back pocket, like, secret hammer, as it were, yeah, um, it would be him, so, yeah, well, and who do you get to fight a titan? A god, right? Yeah. That just like from a mythology standpoint makes sense. Should he have gone for the head instead of the chest so that he could gloat? Yes, that would be his big error. He had Thanos. He stabbed him in the wrong place. Dude, cut his arm off. Like, come on, man. Something, you weren't thinking something. in that moment. You go through the, the, the trouble <laughs> of turning a star back on. <laughs> right? And you don't think... Maybe I should not hit him in the chest with an axe. Like, maybe I should have a better plan. I, mm, cut the head off. Cut the hand off. Come on, man. Again, <laughs> bad decisions. Bad decision. It was a split second, like, oh, I'm going to get you, and then I'm going to tell you what for. Mm, I know. You're upset. Your brother died, like, at the very beginning. Like, first five minutes of the movie. That was shocking. I get it. Like, yeah, I'd be shocked, too. That sucked. I mean, when I was watching However. it, I was like, oh, okay, so he's going to kill Loki. Like, all right, you can't mm. really kill Loki. Like a double, yeah, like, you know, he's going to trick you and stuff. And then I was like, oh, my God, he's really killing Loki. Oh, my God. And yep. then when he was like, no resurrections this time, I was like, oh, my like, oh, God, shit. he really kills he's Loki. He's really dead. Yeah. And, but yeah. I did, I got misty during that part because, I, like, I, I knew that he was on Thor's team. Finally, we knew he was a good guy mm -hmm. because it was going to possibly be his life at stake and, like, you know, as bad of a guy as he can be, he's not going to kill off half the universe kind of thing. Right. But, like, he's not that evil. He's not that evil. He's, like, 
chaotic, you know, whatever. But <laughs> just like when I saw like the yeah the look on his face when he when they were hurting Thor, and I was like, oh, he's gonna he's gonna mess it all up. He's gonna hand over the stone. Mm-hmm. Don't do it, bro. Like, yeah, that was a bummer. Yeah. Yeah, it was just like right from the beginning, you saw that people's feelings get in the way. You saw that when a decision is hard and it's someone that you love, it makes it that much harder and you have a tendency to make the wrong decision. And it comes back and bites you. It was like the whole plot of the movie in like the first five minutes. You saw every pattern that was going to happen the whole rest of the movie. And that was tragic. It was so sad. Oh, man, they did a really good job. I'm curious, though, where was Valkyrie? At shining her armor? I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, like, <laughs> so we know that Heimdall got killed. And oh, so sad. That was sad. I love him. I know, and I loved that he opened the gate one last time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, you know, the warning that Doctor Strange and everybody needed. But Yeah, he like, saved the Hulk. Yeah. You go, Heimdall. Yeah, man. But, like... <laughs> Yeah, I, I was kind of like the whole time. I was like, okay, so like I see him, I see Loki. There's Thor. Where's Valkyrie? So we don't we don't know mm-hmm. if she blew away too. So I think that yes, she could be another woman who pops up later to help, mm-hmm. um, which would be pretty rad. And we don't know like where's Lady Sif and and stuff like that. So yeah, and there's could be some some cool women popping up later. I hope mm-hmm. anyway, but. I'm curious about what happened to all the people off screen because we, yeah, we don't know what happened to Shuri and I fucking mm-hmm. love her. So that would be rad if she was still around. We know that Okoya is still around. Yeah. But she was over there mourning uh, T'Challa. That, so we know that she made it. That was another one. Uh, She's new here. She's like, holy shit, this sucks. Like, this is why we should never have opened our borders, you know? Like, she was against it from the start. And she's like, you see? To the wind, because there's no one left. She's like, you see? I was right. I told y'all this was a bad idea. (laughs) Oh, my God. And Wakanda got the fucking short end of the stick. I'm sorry. They really did. I did think that it was maybe not Marvel's best move. Um, because, you know, kudos for them having, they're trying to make it things more diverse and everything, but it was like, mm-hmm. who was the army who lost the most people? Wakanda. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. yeah, they have the best warriors and everything, but it was kind of like, hey, maybe should we not throw the black people to the front of the line and, and kind of stuff like that? Like, Well, who is left? I Novacore is gone. I mean, I know, the- but... The, like, uh, Thor's people are all de- I mean, we saw them floating in space. They're dead. Yeah. Like, who? I know, but it was just kind of like, oh, maybe we should have, you know, brought in some more people at least to, like, you know, something. But, yeah. And then also, speaking of, like, Novacore and stuff, um, we never found out where the fuck is Adam. Yeah. To be continued. Because they, they started to create him at the end of mm-hmm. Guardians 2, and we never heard anything else about him, but originally in the comics, he had one of the stones. Mm-hmm. So we I think he's coming back. I think he's, like, it seems like a weird thing to throw out there and then not do anything with it. So I'm wondering if he's going to show up later, but they're not going to know who it is because nobody's ever seen him. Mm-hmm. Um, My husband likes to think that Howard the Duck is going to come by and save everyone because yeah. we never, I was like, get over it. It's not happening. Nobody wants Howard <laughs> to save anything. No. I was like, did you see all of the mess in the collector's, like, 
Blair, we can assume he's dead. And he was like, he's never dead. He's junk. Like, we I, just. He blew away. <laughs> let's not go there. <laughs> he blew away. But speaking of little teasers and, you know, the ends of the post credit sequences, he's like, watch, Howard the Duck's going to save everyone. And I was like, that's no. not going to happen. Sorry. I will ask for a <laughs> refund if that happens for all the Marvel movies. I think we can, I think we can rule that one out. We can safely say that's not going to happen. Safely. <laughs> but we do have other powerful beings like the Grand Master and things like, like, we don't know what happened to them. Yeah. We don't know how they were affected. So we've got some very powerful chips still on the, or pieces still on the board that could be wielded oh, yeah. later. Um, another thing that I thought was really cool because you know how much I love the Hulk Yes. I thought it was really interesting that he would not come out. I yeah. I liked that because even he is afraid. And like mm-hmm. he's got some PTSD. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's like, uh-uh. He got his ass kicked before and he's embarrassed and he doesn't want to come out or whatever. But I don't know. It, it, I thought that was kind of an interesting thing to throw at Bruce is like cuz before it was like I might never get to be Bruce again. And now mm-hmm. it's like now I can't get the green guy to come out. And I also like that it was like he was kind of like, well, now I'm a normal guy and I don't know how I can help. So he wore the... Yeah, he's got nothing. Yeah, he just, wears, he just wore the Hulkbuster costume. And, and even that didn't go very well. That did not go very well for him. <laughs> no, not at all. And I, I mean, that sucks. Like, at least in in the movies before this, when he was Bruce, Bruce was like the super smart guy. He was like the scientist guy. That's not really going to help you here because this is not about science. So what else he got? Nothing? Okay, thanks. <laughs> like, Yeah, he's not big. He's not strong or mm-hmm. anything like that. He doesn't control time. He can't throw stuff. Like he's, nope. he's just a guy. And even Shuri showed him up science-wise. She was like, oh, that's cute. All that stuff that you like think that you came up with. Let me just go ahead and like put you to shame in five, the first five minutes that I met you. So he doesn't even have that. It's like he got everything taken away from him that made him special. And that's sad in a whole different way. I know. That's why I love him so much is I just want to give him a hug. But <laughs> you're like, it's okay. Aw, it's okay, Hulk. It's okay, Bruce. It's going to be fine. But Yeah. It also removed a physically powerful being from the story. Yeah, they were. So like we couldn't have. Down an ally. Yeah, we couldn't have, like, Hulk go up and just, like, punch Thanos until, or, you know, like, rip his arm off. That wasn't an option. Right. So we did lose that kind of power, that, like, leverage. They couldn't use that. Right. So it was good for the plot, too, because it made it a little more complicated. It was, and I was kind of glad that they swept the uh, the Bruce and Black Widow thing kind of off to the side a little bit. Yes. Because I was like, please do not make this a thing right now. And mm-hmm. I was glad that they gave Hawkeye the one line of explanation about, like, oh, he, he just didn't want to be here kind of thing. He wanted to be yeah. with his family. So we don't know what happened to him. Black Widow. And his family. Yeah, we don't know what happened to his family. And I thought for Black Widow, it was like... I was glad she was in it, but I liked that they didn't overplay her because she's just another kind of a regular person. I mean, mm-hmm. she's an assassin and all, but she's not, she doesn't have a superpower. Yeah. So. Yeah, she, I mean, she did her fair share of ass kicking. She did a great job, like, supporting Cap and sort of speaking up when it was time to speak up. 
but it wasn't about her like oh being a heartbroken girl like we had the the romantic tragedy storyline and it wasn't hers right and that was fine with me i was like okay good <laughs> she could just go about her yeah. life and like be important in other ways yes Cosmo. Sorry, <laughs> my cat's here and he's a little worked up too. But um He's got feelings. He does. He has a lot of feelings. Uh which would you say was the death that upset you the most? Bucky. Yeah. Hands down, not even a contest. I was inconsolable. Oh. How come? Because he he just got his shit together. He just got his brain right. He got a new arm. Things were looking up. And <laughs> he barely even got to do anything. And then just poof. Like, he finally got to, like, be on the same side as Cap again. And everything was going great. And there were going to be a buddy cop movie. <laughs> and then it just poof. And I was so upset. I just, I couldn't. Mm, nope. That was it. Hands down. Couldn't handle it. <laughs> you? <laughs> I'm torn on this because I thought Peter Parker's death was very sad. Yes, it was also sad. That I cried a lot for him. I felt mm. and I don't even I don't even really like Spider-Man. Like, but it was just like fucking kudos Tom Holland. Like that was some yeah. really great acting. And his like it just it almost made me think about Fred, like why can't I stay? <laughs> And I was just like, oh, my God. So I thought his was the saddest, but I think I was mm -hmm. the most upset for um, Star-Lord. Mm. Um, because, I mean, I would say Peter Quill is probably one of my, my favorite people in the Marvel Universe, first of all. Sure. Um, Hulk's probably my favorite, but I fucking love Star-Lord. Um, but I felt like he just, he's had so much shit happened to him not that not that all of them haven't it's true but like oh man my mom or my dad killed my mom i got mm. kidnapped from my home planet like sold he, into slavery he got sold into slavery <laughs> he got abused growing up and everything and then he finally falls in love with somebody and then she dies because of her dad because of her dad and it's just Pretty like screwed up all this stuff <laughs> and it was like when it was like when he was gonna kill Gamora to save her mm -hmm. like I felt so bad for him because you could tell he was like I I really don't want to do this and then he was gonna mm -hmm. do it and the whole bubble thing happened he hesitated man but I know but you feelings. know but you know when he said you should have gone right I just started mm -hmm. crying my eyes out I was so sad but I just felt bad for him because it was like he never had a he never had a chance really yeah to like have anything good happen and that's why he always like you know had to brush everything off with his sense of humor or whatever but i felt like he want he wanted so bad to be a hero because he was a kid of the 80s and he he wanted to be that hero mm -hmm. that he grew up seeing but he just got foiled like at every corner and then it was like you know and then it came down to it and it was his fault that the avengers didn't win like, honestly, yeah. it was his fault. It's kind of his fault. And then he just kind of, like, blew away. And I was like, oh, no, like, this is, I just, I felt like it was so, like, on top of everything else, he blows away in the breeze. Like, yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I felt bad for him. But, and I'm sure 
and and the people that I was I was at the movies I was with well everybody knows Misha I was at the movies with Misha and she was mm-hmm. like well maybe that means that he's in the Soul Stone with Gamora now and I was like oh <laughs> I mean maybe but like she's gonna punch him in the face when he shows up yeah. she's gonna be like god damn it this is all your fault why didn't she just kill me stupid bubbles yeah like she's gonna be pretty pissed yeah <laughs> I would be like yeah she's a she's definitely like a fiery person so i don't think that he's gonna escape that just because like he died too you know (laughs) yeah yeah but i think i think spider-man's was the saddest one yeah that was just like oh spidey oh my god (laughs) just why they just kept throwing him at you like it just kept like ooh, pain 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 it was terrible and i thought i liked how like a bunch of people would blow away at once and then like there would be like a couple of seconds and then someone would be like, I don't feel good. And then you could kind of tell that they were like, what the hell? And then they were just gone. Mm-hmm. But then they were like, yeah, Mantis and Spider-Man who were like, whoa, something's not right. Oh, I guess I'm dying. All right. I'm going to say some stuff. Yeah. You know, they um, got a moment. They're going to, what was it? Take ass and kick names. <laughs> that was, oh, Drax, how do I love thee? <laughs> But I, yeah, I, I overall, I thought it was a very good movie. I, there was some stuff I would have changed, obviously, but like nothing's perfect. But yeah. like, I thought it was an incredible movie, and I'm, I'm wildly curious what's gonna happen next. So we gotta wait until 2019. Mm-hmm. I know. I was like, how are you gonna do that? And now it's a year. Like, what the hell? I don't know. <sighs> I just, I was okay with it when it was Harry Potter. Because we knew what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. We read the books. This is worse than that. Because we don't know. Are they going to follow the comics? Are they not? Who's going to die? Who's going to live? How are they going to fix it? And we just have a year to speculate. And it's not fair. <laughs> and they've already filmed part of it, right? Mm-hmm. Because I know that they were filming some of it, like, consecutively. So I'm sure some of that, to me, that means, like, some of it will be, like, memory or something. Yeah. So that'll be interesting, but I mean, in the meantime, we've got Ant-Man and the Wasp Mm -hmm. to tide us over, and I think, is there another one in between? Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. So I wonder- That's it? Those are the only two? I wonder if that's going to be her origin story, or if that's going to be possibly related to Infinity War at all. So maybe maybe the end of it will be her getting the beep or whatever the hell that was, Mm -hmm. but I mean, I've been reading- Miss Marvel. So I know a little bit about Captain Marvel. I don't know a ton about her, but mm-hmm. I'm pretty fucking stoked on that movie. Yeah. That's going to be Well, great. and we don't know, like, which comics are they going to follow? Which, like, choices are they going to make? It's such a big world when you look at the Marvel Comics universe. They could pull so many different versions of the same hero, mm-hmm. which they've been doing throughout the movies. And they can like swap storylines and they can give like Stormbreaker to Thor instead of to what was it? Beta I don't Bill remember. or whatever. Yeah, some second rate like <laughs> comic book character. Well, yeah. But exactly. it, I mean, they they've been doing that so they can continue to mix it up. And who knows what's going to happen? I don't know. And like. Again, they might not even stick with stuff from the comic because if you read the mm-hmm. comics, like, the Guardians are very different. So, yeah. you know, and they, they made Star-Lord the way that he is because it's Chris Pratt. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Rocket... Which was a good decision. Oh, man, I fucking love it. 
Um, it's a great decision. You know, and, and Rocket had his own comic book series, and he was way more mercenary, kind of. And mm-hmm. so it's like, yeah, so, I mean, they changed stuff a little bit. And like you said, like Stormbreaker and everything. So I'm, I don't really, I really don't know where it's going to go, and it's going to be interesting. So... Yeah. And probably horrifying. Like, we're probably all going to cry more tears. And I'm pre- <laughs> like, we know it's coming. I'm prepared <laughs> mentally for the next one to be Cap's last movie. Yeah. So I've got a year to, like, you know, build up my defenses, stock up on mm-hmm. tissue, things like that. But I think, hydrate yourself. <laughs> I think Cap will be done in Avengers 4. I don't, yeah. I really don't know about anybody else, though. I wouldn't be surprised if Iron Man mm-hmm. is done. I agree. Uh, everybody else, though, I really don't know. Yeah, it remains to be seen. And I, I mean, I, they haven't announced any other Captain America movies, but they announced like a Black Panther movie. They announced a Thor movie. They announced Guardians three. So like that kind of gives you an idea. But like you said before, mm-hmm. when the hell are those set? We have no idea. Yeah, we don't know the time frame. And also, but I do have to note, the Guardians. What? three logo is uh-huh. Gamora's colors. Oh yay. It's lime green and purple. So it's like that's oh, good. So it's like it might be it could be about maybe her story earlier on or mm-hmm. you know, I think it's just gonna be more Gamora focused instead of like I've Star really Lord. grown to Yeah, and I've grown to love her character. I wasn't um, really on board with her at first because she was such a it hard ass. On, yeah. But <laughs> But now that I know why she is the way she is, I'm like, oh, I kind of fucking love her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She grew on me. And it was weird because I didn't expect it. It, like, kind of snuck up on me. And then I was like, oh, you know, I actually – I like her. And then she fell off that cl- – like, got pushed off the cliff. And I was like, oh, I'm sadder than I thought I would be. Like, it was weird. The, <laughs> the look on her face when she realized what was going to happen that broke my heart. Yeah. And she uh, and I I did really like when she was saying things like this is not love you do not understand mm-hmm. what it is because I mean in Thanos's way in his mind he loved her mm-hmm. but when you love somebody you don't you know make them fight their sister to the death and you don't like mm-hmm. beat them and and starve you them torture and, them yeah you know that's not love but apparently ladies that type of love right <laughs> thank you yes. Um, but apparently that type of love was good enough for the soul stone. So, like, how does that all work and what does that mean for the future? I don't know. Many questions. That scene was so pivotal. I was, like, on the edge of my seat. I was like, what? What? This is really important. Like, you got this feeling that that wasn't the end of that part of the story. It's not. There's no way. So... That's cool. I actually really like that idea. It's going to be crazy. Oh, my goodness. Is there anything else you want to say about Infinity War? Oh, man. I mean, just go on and on. (laughs) I'm trying to think of, like, if there's any other, like, important things that I've, like, I feel like we've covered it pretty well. We can't cover everything. Peter Dinklage. I mean, there's just so much more. There was a lot of stuff going on, and... you know, and again, yeah, T'Challa should be back and everything, but we don't we don't know if it's mm-hmm. going to be a memory or what. But, oh, if we think of anything else, we'll have to say it later because I can't think of anything else. But that <laughs> I'm was... I'm emotionally exhausted. That was an insane... I can't. <laughs> that was an insane movie. 
It was. And like reliving it, I think it's going to be a while before I can watch it because like again, because I, oh, it just, it still hurts. Like the pain is still fresh. So I can't, can't revisit it at the moment. Yeah. But I went back and I watched um, (laughs) Dr. Strange again. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, this is kind of, like, extra sad now. Also, we don't know what the fuck happened to his lady. Yeah. And, you know, she just kind of, like, never got mentioned ever again. I don't know. But anyway. Mm-hmm. We also, you know, there's, like, you know. I went back and watched Guardians again, the first one. And I was like, oh, this is, like, sadder now. Knowing, like, what yeah. happens later. It's just kind of like, oh. Mm-hmm. Poor Rocket. You're going to be like- all alone. Right? It gives weight to everything that seemed so light and fun and like, oh, this is so funny. And now you're like, oh, everything's everything's, everything's tragic. Everything's pain. <laughs> yeah. So what are we going to what are we going to talk about next week now that we're all bummed out? Well, speaking of pain and half the things disappearing <laughs> in the universe, um, <laughs> great. there's been a lot of stuff getting canceled and a lot of stuff getting renewed and some very weird choices that have been happening lately um, when it comes to the world of tv so that's what we're going to be talking about next week what's been renewed canceled what's returning how do we feel about it that's coming very upset slash very stoked (laughs) yeah i think it it's a it's an array of emotions it is um (laughs) so if you have thoughts theories or whatever about infinity war please let us know or if you have thoughts feelings theories whatever about anything that's going to be canceled or renewed or is currently in limbo please Mm -hmm. let us know that too so yeah yeah so that'd be ladies nerditude on twitter or you can email us at ladiesofnerditude at gmail.com because you might have some lengthier feelings especially about infinity war it's true so Until then, bye. Bye.